I'm freaking out, man. He's good. He's good. No, I'm not good. Hey, welcome to uh, SoFly episode six. It's July 11th. This is post uh, Bass Opener tournament. Um, we're back now here in the old studio, except we're all on Skype in Toronto, uh, far away from from the woods. But it was a good tournament. Any chutters? Huh? Oh, any chutters? Sorry, yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, <laughs> it was a good tournament. We're here now, back. But uh, this episode is all about that tournament and our bass opener. Uh, but first, my name's Mitch, and uh, of course, we've got Gab here. Gab, how's it going? Hey, everyone. And we've got Yilma. Hey, everybody. So, um, yeah, let's just kick it off. Uh, what are you guys drinking? Uh, I got the uh, I got the Johnny Walker Reserva. Ooh, nice! I don't know why I pronounce it Reserva. Is it Reserva? Reserve. I think, I think it's. Reserve. It's not pretentious when I say. It. Is yeah. that okay. an A at the end or an E? <laughs> I think it's. A, I'm not answering that question live. Okay. What, what's the label? <laughs> like what? What's the what's which one is it? Isn't there only three types of Johnny Walker: black, red, and blue? Yeah. Well, I got like the gold Reserva. I don't oh, know. Okay. It's nothing. Like, yeah, it was a gift. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's some kind of yeah. like limited blend. Yeah. yeah. It's blended. Yeah. A blend of, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's good. Gab, what are you drinking? I'm drinking um, uh, a rest of the Cellar Jerry bottle that I have from this weekend uh, uh, wedding and getting drunk. Where'd you go this weekend? <laughs> oh, I went to Pembroke. Uh, Pembroke and Petawawa for a wedding. And uh, we got a 40 of Chiller Jerry, so I'm having a little sip of that just on the 40, run. Just which, a 40, because at work, when I saw you leaving work, you were carrying a bag full of alcohol. Okay. I had a 40. I had two bottles of wines. I have, <laughs> I had some uh, a Mickey as well. Yeah. A flask. A flask. I had a flask, and I had one beer. One beer. Yo, man, you should have seen it. He was, like, sitting at his desk with a duffel bag and a grocery bag, like, full of just booze. I was like, Jesus. Oh, my God, guys. Presumably there's a bar at the wedding, but, you know. Yeah, he brought the bar home with him. <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah. So good. Was it a good it's wedding? Funny. Yep. We were already talking uh, about it, but. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Let's yeah. leave it at that in case they listen. Yeah, right on. All right, I'm drinking Glenlivet. I like my Glenlivet. Nice. Oh. Good, uh, it's a good classic. Thing. Yeah, I like it, man. It's Very a good, good scotch. It's a good Monday it's scotch. It's classic like Mitch. <laughs> yeah, man. Fishing Some bamboo Mondays. and drinking Glenlivet. <laughs> On the That's rocks. Funny. Of course. Yeah. One yeah. rock. One little cube. So we're back from the tournament. It was uh, it was a good time. We spent two, two days-ish there. Uh, well, you guys came down on the Friday. I left early. And I got there a bit earlier so I could get everything ready. And then I had three buddies uh, of mine from Ottawa come down and uh, battle us in this, what we're calling a tournament, but really it was just the six of us kind of fishing and whoever caught the most. It was kind of an honor thing. It was us All the worst to win was bragging rights. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was fly fishing versus spin fishing, so bragging rights kind of means a lot in that sense, uh, you know, as a joke. But we, uh, we got down there Friday and we fished all day Saturday and then took off Sunday. Uh, but it was bass opener in uh, the GTA. It was already open there because this was Eastern Ontario, but it was just open the weekend before. So it was it was all intents and purposes it was bass opener for us. 
how, how long is the difference between the openers, like uh, from Eastern Ontario to Southern Ontario? It's just a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it opens. That's a good question. Yeah, so like it's the third Saturday. <coughs> usually, it's usually I thought it was the fourth, but this year it was the third Saturday in June in Eastern Ontario okay. right, in this in this district, and then in Toronto is the last Saturday in June, so it's twenty fourth. Um, and every I think everywhere else in Southern Ontario, but um, yeah, it was it was good. We had great weather for it. Um, we stocked up with a bunch of flies. We'll get into what we were using and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, the, getting to the cottage and kicking back was pretty nice, and really just like kind of getting ready to be owned by the spin fishing guys, right? Mm-hmm. Which didn't happen. Well, it didn't happen, but. I certainly thought we were – I was expecting that we were going to lose pretty hard because fishing on a big lake, they have a boat, 20-horsepower motor, three guys with spin fishing gear and rapellas and spoons and, on you know, plastic baits and all that stuff. And, I feel uh, they, they were well – a lot more equipped than we were in terms of boat, actually. Cause absolutely. they passed oh, yeah. us pretty good. <laughs> they did. But the, that's the thing. We had the advantage in that I know the lake because um, where we went to was my family cottage. Um, and mm-hmm. so I've been fishing that lake since I was a kid. It's kind of where I learned to fly fish, actually. And uh, the cottage was built by Papa Dews. Um, Beautiful cottage, by the way. Yeah, it was amazing. It it's yeah. like a, a manor, like a mansion. It is a manor. <laughs> Doozy manor. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, so I've been, I've been there forever. So, like, I, I know the lake well. And so we had that advantage. Even though they had the advantage of a boat and all the spin fishing gear. We had the advantage of, uh, of knowing the lake, and we'll get to how that helped us later. But mm-hmm. what, were you, what were you guys thinking the first, the night before the tournament? What were you thinking? You thought we were going to lose? You thought we were going to win? What was going on? You go first, Gab. I, I thought we were going to lose, and the only reason is because of they were spin anglers. And when you think about bass fishing, you always think about like big crankbait and. Or getting deep. I guess they couldn't use bait, so that helped us. But yeah, I didn't think that we were going to win. Mm. I I had the other um, the other side of it. I think I thought I kind of felt like we were going to win, and I think it's only because of having Mitch on our side. <laughs> I think if locating the bass, I think if if we were going to use anything, because you know how uh, how crazy they they are as predators. I, f- I feel like. Um, as long as we know where they were, um, we were gonna kill them. Okay, it it got it was just a little hard though. We didn't we didn't get it. We didn't have it too easy. Yeah, well, I think Mitch will get into why it wasn't that easy. Yeah, and in a minute, tell well, everyone, Mitch. <laughs> All right. Well, in the morning, uh, Saturday, everyone had their alarms set to like six or seven a.m. because we made it so that you could fish all day. We opened it right up so that there was no bite missed just to make it nice and even, and if someone wants to fish, go for it. Uh, luckily, no one got up at 6 to go fishing. Uh, <laughs> I, I was awake. Everybody else was asleep. <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah, uh, Gab wakes up at 5 a.m., Mitch. Did you know true. that? Yeah, that's Gab's true. It's <laughs> crazy. He's up at 5 a.m. I'm, a, I'm the real shit. He's up at 5 a.m. cooking dinner Yeah. for the day, man. He's ready by, by the time we all roll out of bed. But my alarm went off, and I was like, nope, went back to sleep because I could hear nothing going on. So I was like, whatever. But we got out. We uh, we ended up going out on the John boat. So we've got a twelve foot um, nine or not on nine. Sorry, twelve foot five horsepower John boat. Just a steel John boat up there. And, I love uh, that boat. It's amazing. It is an awesome boat. But three three guys in there. Twelve you know twelve foot. It's not a big boat. And uh, the capacity actually was what like three hundred and fifty five pounds or something. So 
We were way over the capacity. I'm 200 pounds for myself, so we were definitely over. <laughs> yeah. And you could tell the boat was just barely, like, it was just barely <laughs> above the water. It looked like a lake. Yeah. yeah it did look we were like getting it. waved on a lake that has no wave. <laughs> yeah. So we went out, and we, uh, we could see the guys on the, uh, one of the bays way far in the distance. And so we went mm-hmm. kind of right up next to them, because that was the spot. I thought, at that time of day, we'll go try there. We'll just drift our flies around, because casting in a 12-foot aluminum John boat with three guys fly fishing is, like, impossible to do. Um, when you've got someone in the middle and on either side, this doesn't make sense. So we tried drifting. Yeah, that didn't uh, work. How did that go? Didn't go very well, eh? Nope. I mean, right off the bat, we were like, well, this isn't going to yeah. work. Yeah, that's, that's uh, okay, I'm going to cast and nobody is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, our only option was basically just let our flies drift. Yeah, and I'm Which is not the best. Yeah. So why do I get the middle? Why, why, why did I get the middle? Is because... Because I can't cast? Because we're inclusive. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. It was just kind of luck of the draw, I guess. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm the I'm the camera operator. i got to be in the front so I can film you guys. And I was driving the boat. And Mitch, and Mitch <laughs> drives the boat. So your only spot you know, is, the, is middle. the middle. Hey, because you're the model. Yeah, the boat. I'm the model. We're going to talk about this after our podcast. <laughs> yeah, you'll just be the model. <laughs> best dressed fisherman out there. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, it's looking good, buddy. But yeah. uh, our fishing situation wasn't looking so good. So basically, like, we're on the lake and we're realizing we're not going to be able to fish this way all day. Like, we're not going to catch anything if this is what we do. So we had a trick up our sleeve. We we, we jetted away from there. And uh, we actually recorded uh, a bit of podcast up at the lake uh, with three guys, uh, Drew, Dave, and Mike. And... Um, they had some funny stuff to say about us uh, driving back to the cottage <laughs> right off the bat. And so uh, here's a clip from that. When we came back and saw that your car was gone, we assumed you guys all grabbed your waders and just, like, hopped in by the bridge or something. That was what we figured mm-hmm. he did, yeah. yeah. You know what? Might have been a better idea. <laughs> I thought for sure that was That's, I we were, like, we were 100%. We took boats. We took boats. I, I, I convinced myself when I was out there, I was like, you know what? Mitch definitely had a plan going into this. What he was going to do was he was going to follow us out there he was going to show that they were actually fishing on the lake and then say screw this go back to the cottage ju- jump in the car and go to the bridge and we pass it. <laughs> and fish down by the river Just and I thought, thought for sure you guys were slaying I know me so well man. we're so screwed right now in fact that was exactly part of my plan deception followed by it really was basically though. cheating that's the best part yeah, it was yeah it was it was so basically they thought we were just cheating and we were just going to dip right and that's basically what we did yeah we completely ditched <laughs> we went back to the cottage because we went fishing into a ditch basically yeah, yeah we were very <laughs> determined to win this thing i could tell you that yeah we went back to the cottage and we just went let's just hit up this local pond that i know because there's no way um there's no way we're not going to catch fish here. It was like a 30-degree weather day. It was sunny. We were on an even playing field with them from that front. But 100%, we were going to catch fish. I knew it. It's just a matter of, like, how are we going to fish there? What can we use? And so we had a canoe, and we had a float tube. And so we threw the – well, you had a rental car that you wanted to throw the canoe on top of. And so we fiddled with the racks for a bit. <laughs> right. it was that was a beautiful rental car, actually. I know. Yeah, he was like, it was nice to ride in that. What was it again? 
Uh, it was an Audi Q5, uh, the SUV, the mi- the middle size. So they have a smaller one. I have a Q, a Q3 and a Q5 and the Q7. We I got the Q5. It was a smooth ride. Yeah, it was really very smooth. smooth. I don't know why we thought yeah, to no. put the canoe on top of that. Yeah, I was well because I didn't think I didn't know how far this lake was, and you know I'm when I'm, I feel cool in my my new SUV, so I'm like okay, well let's let's try this out. Let's put the canoe on top of this, you know, uh, beautiful vehicle, and let's go. Let's let's just do the damn thing. But let's, uh, let's Mitch, look Mitch, Mitch decided. <laughs> Mitch put Mitch is like f this. Can I swear on this thing? Yeah, fuck this. And then he puts it of up on his can. he puts it up on his Civic with uh, uh, towels and uh, and. <laughs> Rubber elastic bands and we're off. <laughs> oh, man, it was so yeah. good. It looked so. That was it pretty so shit. We, we couldn't open the, the door anymore because <laughs> it went through the window. You know, I'm climbing in the windows. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's like five six feet of just stuff on top of my car. It's like the Goofy movie. Yeah, yeah it's like, great. That's what it looked like. <laughs> but we we got we got it on there. We got it strapped down. We drove really slow. Pond wasn't far from where we were at, so we just uh, we went over. We launched, and launching was pretty fun. Um, you know, we don't do a lot of lake fishing. We haven't really talked. It was about fun it. for me. It was fun for yeah, but right off the bat, it was kind of rough for, for kind of for all of us. And I'll say like, we haven't really talked a lot about lake fishing on the show. But so we're not we're because like, we don't really do it, right? No, we're always on the rivers, right, or the creeks. So like, we haven't really talked about the the hassle um, that can that can come with fishing in a pond or actually getting in the water and like trying to go out. And this this pond, if we can explain, <laughs> man, it's just like. It's like basically a trickle of a stream under this bridge that goes into the lake, and then um, all around it is just weeds and reeds and all kinds of plant matter and all all kinds of stuff. And then basically <laughs> the bottom doesn't exist because it's just like two feet of silt. So as soon as you and there's no it, access to it as well. No, there's no just, access. No, no. Let's just say I showed my sea legs that day. <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. Yil was bringing the canoe down, like right off the bat, and Gav's carrying the other end through like a bunch of like, just like weeds, who the hell knows what. And he he gets in the water with like hot pants on, and I yell, (laughs) leeches. I have the best bathing suits on the hot pants. (laughs) (laughs) And I yell, leeches, and he he, like shits himself and almost falls into the lake. And I was like, well, I didn't mean there's leeches. I just mean they're probably... And I'm in the water in a float tube with waders on, like, sweating crazy because it's, like, 40 degrees. And I'm wearing, like, full-on, like, layers, like, waders. I'm in a tube in this lake. It smells so bad. Yeah. That's the thing. We never asked about how you were doing. You were smelling the whole time. But, like, you probably were sweating like crazy. Man, I was... Oh, yeah. You were, like... I was so hot. I was done. In your waders. Oh, my God. And, like, the flies, eh? The deer flies. It was... they were oh, eating man. us alive. The deer flies were so bad, like oh. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was right off the bat, hot, lots of mud, lots of silt, big deer flies. But we got onto the lake, and then we hit up some shorelines. And uh, I don't know how to start with you guys, because like we were, we were, we weren't really together the whole time, right at the beginning. So how to how to begin for you guys? No, well, yeah, it was just Gab and I. So once we got the canoe, once I stopped freaking out about the the leeches, and I realized that I couldn't, you know, I had to stop swatting the deer flies, or else they'll continue to bother me. And uh, my prima prima donna attitude was gone. Gab and I were, you know, in the middle of the lake with uh, with the canoe. So Gab took one end, I took the other end. And uh, what was it like? Five minutes in, it was like yeah. a 16, sixteen inch uh, largemouth. 
It was incredible. Yeah, it was good. Well, we have pictures. We're going to show pictures. A nice, our, a nice tub Instagram. water catch, a large yeah. amount. What'd you catch it on, Gab? Uh, a popper. I think it's called the parrot popper because of all the colors on it. It's kind of like the yellow, green, mm-hmm. red, um, deer, deer hair popper. Yeah, nice. yeah, 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 that's right. I basically fished with it almost the entire day. I didn't remove it. There you go. That's the good thing about bass fishing, you know. You can pu- you can put on a fly, and really, it's about your presentation and being in the right spot. Like if your fly mm-hmm. is on there, the thing's going to go for it as long as it's the right time and you're doing it, you're presenting it the right way. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I always I that. always present it the right way. Yeah, man, that's right. Cast it out nice, <laughs> slap it on the water. Take slap it. it. Yeah. And uh, what was the word uh, we said we invented it? Ploop 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 ploop. <laughs> <laughs> are we hashtagging ploop on our on supply? Yeah, yeah, we should. And it's the the sound of a gab's popper on the water. Ploop. We oh actually have another clip uh, about that, and uh, uh, let's listen to it. Yeah, yeah, just go in front of the lily pad. That's it, and then you to just plop it. But like, I'm patient. You know, I'm, I don't go plop 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 plop. Okay, go plop. Yeah, kind of does. He kind of does, doesn't he? Yeah. Really? It was a bit half and half. Because yeah. you were so stoked. You think you? Yeah. I get excited. You get excited. You think you? You think you're being patient, Gab, but you're, you're not. No, you're stoked. I'm, you're I'm, super stoked. Yeah, you're super yeah. stoked. We had yeah. for you catching fish. But like, sometimes I go too. Sometimes I go really fast, and then and then I realize it, and then I go ploop, and I count to five, ploop, mm-hmm. count to five. Yeah, it's a great noise, by the way. Can we hashtag yeah. Okay, well, guys uh, out there, um, SoFly posts, uh, we're going to aggregate all our posts P-L-O-U-P. under the... Ploop. Aggregate everything under hashtag Are we starting a new hashtag right now? Yeah, hashtag Ploop. I think it'd be P-L-O-O-P. Really? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Two O's is ew. One O is just plop. That's a complete. No, I said, word. I said. If you have one O, then it's plop. It's like, plop. It's but if you have one O, it's plop. But since I'm French, maybe it's P L O U. If you get one, you get You use that excuse when I come to that too much. I use that excuse all the time. So basically, like the first five minutes, you got a fish. And then I got a fish. And then we kind of just were catching largemouth, you know. We, uh, we caught a fish at the same time. Yeah, we did. We had a double header. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was yeah, that was cool. Actually, the mechanic too of the, of the actual tournament, we were we were doing it by inches, so we weren't doing it by weight, just because um, catch and release. It's more effective when you measure it inches. They spend less time out of the water. You're not putting them in a bag. You're not lifting them with a scale. You're just quick measure the inch, get them back in the water. So mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in our effort to uh, to practice catch and release effectively, we did a an inches tournament. So first, it was the top three fish so the longest three fish uh one so you just combine the uh, the inches and then that's the uh that's the winning total and for us since we were catching multiple fish we uh we were able to pick our inches um i think the other guys only caught like <laughs> what three fish so it was the total of their fish yeah that's not like, bad eh it's not bad we were gonna pick our fish we wanted to count these guys had to had to count every single inches it worked out really well mm-hmm. it worked out really well but i mean you know like i think that you know we got we got lucky in that um, we cheated. 
That I was just thinking. I don't about know if that. that's a, I don't know if it was. I don't a, think it's cheating. No, they, because we use the pond. Because basically, the only thing that separates that pond from the lake is a bridge. So hey, we you. could call it a bay if we want. It really it is a bay. You know, it, it's actually called Mud Bay. It's Mud Bay. So See, there you go. it is part of the lake, but. Uh, yeah, I just, I just know, I knew it was a fire, fire spot. I've gotten so many bass there, and it doesn't get fished that much. So, but at this time of day, we're fishing. Um, so first five minutes, we both, we basically had a double header on, like in the first twenty minutes, and then, mm-hmm. but the the guys were out on their boat, and this was probably what noon, something around that. Yeah, we're around yeah. noon one, one noon because we went. It was about we one back for lunch. About so. one, right? Because we went back yeah. days to get some grub. So let's hear what the guys are doing while we were out on the pond. One o'clock p.m. rolls around. Where were you guys? Uh, we had just head back out onto the lake. Yeah. Uh, coming out from the small little inland where we started, uh, we went to the island originally, so we said we'd go the opposite side and probably head more towards... Uh, where were we? A spot that looked, in our mind, that looked prime. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, past the lodge okay. so it was just to the left of that and it looked absolutely prime and that's that's a big downfall that we have it's looking out and it looks great and we get there and realize we don't know what to do mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no, not what to do that sounds very bad there's a bunch of times we got to an area where we thought there would be tons of like coverage or weed beds and it just ended like in a sharp line the, the weeds just ended. And we thought that we'd be able to fish out a certain distance that's and good. just nothing past that. Yeah. yeah. But that's what it's like on the lake. Yeah. Right? Well, good, good, yeah, like, the weeds weren't bad structure, but, like, you know, as, as soon as you get in there, you see it's just all sand. You know, there's no rocks, there's no fall trees or anything like that. There's just, like, little individual weeds sticking up. And, like, from a distance, it looks like good greenery coming out of the water. And you think, like, okay, you know what, there's going to be some pretty good lily pads there. We'll get the top waters going. But as soon as we get in there, you know, it's super scarce, like... It's we we just get in there and we just see a bunch of sand at the bottom. We go shit. Okay, gotta relocate. And then that's when we got the word from you to go to the certain spot. Called Largemouth there and uh, sat there for two hours maybe. Sat there for probably yeah like an hour and a half or something like that. Didn't catch another thing. Um, yeah, it was just tough. It was one of those things where you know it, it looked like good structure on top, and then as soon as you get there, you just see it's just sand at the bottom. So yeah, it doesn't sound like they were having really that too good of a time, which uh, is good. Yeah, it worked out well for us. They couldn't really find a good spot <laughs> to go to, but eventually we warmed up because we like this. We're still on the pond. We were there for a few hours, and we were catching fish. Like we were catching lots of fish. Sorry, what is we? Oh yeah, it, it, me and and Mitch. Yeah, well, I hope my four inch perch uh, was added to that list. <laughs> oh baby. That's what it put was right over the edge. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think what what that did. I think my perch, my really, because we were at forty one forty one, and I think that for the the next four inches, I think that's what did it. I think actually I was the hero of the day. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Worry, agree worry. to disagree, like like I say. Yeah, like, yeah. Gab and I were just catching bass. Like that gets boring, man. We need like a more exotic type of fish. Something you that do, is- you do. Yeah, we need we need a two inches. Uh, um, a perch. Yeah, I'm catching the, so many big bass. It's gab, gab, gab. It was four inches. <laughs> four inches? Okay, I'm sorry. Four inches. The best Thank part you. about that is the, the small little fish attack flies the same size as them. Yeah. 
Like you're flying. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. using a big streamer, like a big. What was it? White? Was it a white streamer? No, no, no I, I put on the white streamer after because I got frustrated. But I had the, I had a popper. Um, I had like a little. Oh no, no, I had a little uh, frog. I had like okay. a uh, really, yeah, very small, like floating. Well, to at least mimic, <clears throat> excuse me, the mimic the frog, um, the frog pattern. But, um, but yeah, and then I switched to the streamer afterwards, and then I gave my rod to Mitch, and he caught. What oh, yeah. is it like? Was yeah, it was nice? it the sixteen? Yeah, okay, we'll talk about that later. That was nice. <laughs> oh yeah, man. So like we were floating around for a while longer. We went See, to you'll know you made a difference with the fly. Yeah, yeah, because he, he keeps complaining he didn't catch, but he made a difference. He gave you his rod, and you caught a fish with it. That's true. It was your rod. It was your fly, everything. It was a nice fish, too. That was, like, my biggest small, or biggest largemouth, I think. Rub it in, rub it in. <laughs> yeah, I was just silent. <laughs> man. Oh, man. But no, yeah, I'm happy. That was good, because we went to the other side of the lake, and, and uh, Gab and Yelma were in a canoe. I thought they were going to tip, like, 50,000 times. They both looked kind of mm-hmm. like frustrated. They were catching fish, but they were getting eaten by horse flies. And like those two guys in a canoe, you guys are huge, man. You guys are big guys. I, and I wasn't really a good coworker on the canoe. I was kind of like a little about, bit selfish. Tell us about that. What are you doing? About what? About uh, your canoe endeavors. Because like I said, I was in the float tube. I could just see you guys almost falling over and like it was barely above the water and lines tangling and i'm just in my float tube catching fish i think yeah <laughs> yelma was getting antsy to not get a popper in the face yeah because i was casting like crazy yeah i think you're right but but every time he would cast i would get his popper on my hat or very close to my ears that happened once cab <laughs> that happened once man. right on and that was probably the only time i was allowed to fish because i wasn't I'd, i was steering the whole time yeah, but you're such a good canoeer, though. I am. I am actually and a you are. canoeer. To all the, the, the listeners out there, I am fantastic on the canoe. Yeah, you true. Didn't you take classes and stuff? I did. I'm pretty sure yeah. you're registered. I'm a terrible canoeer. You're a registered canoe teacher, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm not. You built your own. Oh, oh I thought you were. You were oh, a... yeah. No. Oh, yes, yes. No, I, a regatta. I'm a regatta instructor. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, you were See? <laughs> no man, it was uh, it was quite interesting to see them going at it. But I took Yelma's rod at one point because I was like, oh, I don't know, let me just try casting this thing. And I had he had that fly on, and I tossed it out into a uh, into a lily pad little patch there, and mm-hmm. I got a massive uh, massive largemouth. Yep, <laughs> it was pretty good. It was it was sixteen sixteen inches, eighteen inches. Yeah, probably like sixteen, but it was it was a nice heavy uh, heavy fish. So heavy, man! Heavy. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it's nice fish. Yeah, did you take pictures of that? Uh, I took pictures of one of them, but okay. not all of it. Okay. Because okay. on the canoe, it was hard to reach. And uh, I didn't bring the good camera because of just what Mitch was saying. Uh, mm. um, we looked like we were going to uh, go over many times. What tips? Many times. So so I think that was a good call to not bring the the camera gear with me. Oh my God, hey, man, what an experience, man. I, I mean, Mitch, like, that pond, like I've never done anything like that with the canoe and with the fly rod, and it's just so beautiful. It was just a great day. It was a lot of fun, but I think it was mm. around that time we decided, hey, let's go back to the cottage. We've caught a bunch of fish. I texted the guys and uh, I told them I gave them a spot to check out, and uh, let's let's hear what happened when they um, when they went to that spot. When you gave us that tip about the uh, the White Lodge, yeah. we headed there right away and we sat there for a bit. He caught his large bump there, like on the first or second cast. 
And we sat there for 40 minutes and didn't catch anything. Didn't get anything. I got to say, you're probably a bit worried when I give you a tip where to fish. Yeah. Halfway through our tournament. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Because, like, he wouldn't give it that to us unless he's winning really bad. Well, it's <laughs> worrisome. As soon as I came back and I saw your car was gone, I was like, I know where they are. They're definitely at the bridge. They're, they got their waiters on. Yeah. yeah. And they're slaying a pass right now. Drew called her the spot right away. He's like, that's what they're doing. I texted you. And, like, four hours later, like, yep, that's where we are. Yeah, nothing, nothing worse than just not in one word responses. Yeah, because we don't know what's going on. So wait, what was what, what? What do you mean, like the text? Well, yeah, because like like we were asking Mike, like you're well, trying to be fishing with us. I say they asked Mike. Mike texted me because Mike was texting me. I was on my float yeah. tube. Yeah. So what, what were you saying? Oh, I said you know like how are you guys doing? And your response, your response was just good. Like, no numbers, no <laughs> estimate of how you're doing. Just, just, we're doing good. We're just like, you guys. And I'm like, well, we're... He's new texting yeah. from a float tube. Yeah. yeah. He's literally <laughs> sitting on his float tube this texting. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're doing fine. And then we get into this weird drama of, like, who wants to admit who's done what first. So it's like, well, we, we caught one. It was a couple of inches, you know? What did you get? And you're just trying to figure out who... Who caught what to try and yeah. <laughs> give out information? Neither of us would do anything. No. So. But eventually we, we left the islands. We we started to float around the bays a little bit, but like the drop-offs are just so intense and they're so quick that there's no structure. And like there, there are quite a bit of like falling down trees and stuff like that. So you have that structure, but... We had to hit the shade too because it was just way too hot. It was way too hot. Yeah. yeah, just nothing was biting. So as soon as we hit that shade, we did all right. But The lilies were good. See, we couldn't find any really good. Three, yeah, even yeah, at three o'clock, yeah. they were good. That yeah. Bay, yeah, the bridges. All top one. Yeah. Yeah. Was that's about it. It was so weedy that it was hard for us to kind of get into yeah. there without that. Uh, like, we had the oars out. We had turned the trolling motor off and pulled it up and everything. We are just trying to bore our way through, and it was just too thick. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they actually got into a couple fish. I thought, well, it was the one fish. But, but they uh, knew. Yeah. They knew we were doing well. Exactly. <laughs> so we, we headed back to the cottage because it was like, oh, whatever. We've caught a bunch of fish. Now we're just kind of hot and getting eaten by bugs, and it's like enough kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and I wanted to come back with that just because it's bragging, of course. I do that all the time. But uh, who said would catch the first fish? Oh, yeah. And who did? I can't remember who said it, actually. (laughs) Who's on first? (laughs) Who's on first? Me. What's on second? Um, I don't know. I didn't say who was going to be second. I I can only call the first one, and of course it was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that night too, when we came back, when we went back after dinner, I said I'm gonna catch the first fish, and I caught the only fish. I feel like you have psychic powers, psychic abilities, man. Yeah, man, I'm a prophet. A <laughs> prophet. Oh God. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> it was good. Gab did call. He was going to catch the first fish. He did, and he got he got it. But you caught more than I did, so I can brag all I want. I caught the first one, but you caught the biggest one. Friends, I think we're missing the point here. We're not competing against each other. We were competing against the spin guys. True, that's true. (laughs) And we because we know we won. So well, that's the thing. We we won, and I couldn't. I was surprised that we won. I was like, wow. I thought they were going to do so well, but um, we talked. I thought so too. Yeah. Because it was like it was perfect weather. We we were on the same playing field. They just had gear and they were on a boat. They could move around all that stuff. But um, you know we we lucked out. Um, but we talked to them after about seeing if they would switch into fly fishing, and uh, you know see if that's something that interests them. And uh, let's just hear what they had to say about that. 
when I when I picture a fly fisherman, I feel like there's a lot of people that go out and just like spin cast and stuff, and they wear whatever the hell they want, and they picture whatever, and then you see the knowledgeable people. They're wearing beige. They're blending in, and when you look at them, they're fly fishing. What do you think about fly fishing, Drew? Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at your shirt right now, and I see a bunch of hammerhead shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, proper like, seriously? fly fish apparel. And I'm just looking at Mitch right now. He's got this hammerhead shirt. We'll, we'll, shirt I'll on. take a photo right now. We'll post it later. You guys, you guys need to see this shirt. It is pretty great. It's a great shirt. It's a good shirt. But, but I mean, like, thankfully for for you know Dave, Mike, and myself, like we get so much free gear from SoFly fly fishing. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely. They give us free apparel. <laughs> yeah. They have custom made shirts for us. Absolutely. You know, they give us fly fishing rods. Absolutely free. I don't know how they afford it. Can you speak on that a little bit, Drew? You know, we we do one thing here at SoFly, and that is pimp people out. <laughs> Bam. Bam. We don't have any gear or anything, but we, we you know, we... We could, we could. We've yeah. got an art director, a uh, writer, and a photographer. We can, we can pin people up. be opposed to uh, buying some sofa gear. Some shirts, man. Well, yeah, that leads me to my... Clothes. Yeah, well... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want the gear. I just want people to know. I don't want the gear fishermen wearing sofa shit. Hey! Like, we're gonna... Uh, that leads me to my final question. You guys gonna join the dark side? Fly fishing? Yeah. Drew, what do you think? Him. You gonna be a fly fishing all day? Yeah, we talked about this on the boat a little bit, and, like... Like, for myself, you know, like, I just started, really started to fish, um, probably three years ago or something like that. Uh, I just think fly fishing is such an art form that, like, I really have to, you know, master spin fish and, and bait caster and everything like that. And, like, that will make really you be a better fly fisherman. I mean, I've I dabbled a little bit. We went upstate New York yes. with, with Mitch and Dave. You um, brought them, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was lucky, great. Lucky, I, I, lucky. It was fantastic. My boots were small as hell because I was wearing Mitch's, but you know what? That's <laughs> oh, hey, 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 we're friends <laughs> now. You can wear my. I have two. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he's going to give you his saltwater boots and you're going to wear them out. Narrow Kim Summer, okay? Oh, yeah, summer. Summer. <laughs> no, I'd love to. Down the line, like, you know, listening to the podcast and everything like that, it, it really makes me want to get into fly fishing much more. Um, yeah, you guys are super knowledgeable and, like, it's really enjoyable to listen to the podcast. And it's definitely something that I want to get into down the line. It's expensive though, right? Like, like for a good flyer, well, well, for instance, like, what would you guys recommend for a first flyer? Like, price range. What would I be looking price. to get into? Hey, for a whole kit, I would say four hundred bucks. Guys, guys, hey, before, really? before, before we get into the prices, um, episode one talks about that. Yeah. If you go to. Um, What's the big? What's the big guy up up on up on uh, the four hundred? Um, Bass Pro. Bass Pro. So if you go to Bass Pro and you get a White River, you can get a White River for about two hundred bucks, and you get the whole tackle. Yeah, really. Line, yeah, you get you get line leader. leader. They're amazing. You get into five fishing, you can spend two hundred bucks, get a White River outfit. It's great. Yeah, Dude, yeah. It's it's Niagara, man. Outlet Mall. So everything's yeah. dirt cheap. So I could have got it so cheap, and I just maybe pussy You take that. All the beginners out there. Um, Rapala, I mean, if you go to LeBaron, there's two LeBaron locations in uh, in uh, the vicinity of the uh, well, close to GTA. There's one, there, yeah, there's there, yeah, exactly. There's one in um, Markham, Ottawa, right? Ottawa, Markham. Montreal. Montreal. They're all over and Eastern Canada, I think. They're, back. they're pretty great. Yeah, and uh, Dundas and Dixie, so that's Mississauga. And um, you get waiters there for about a hundred dollars. Uh, Rapala waiters and Rapala, they're um, 
because I, you know I'm speaking of maybe I'm speaking of turn here, but uh, they're not known to be the you know the guys the quality. They're good. They're great. You they're have, incredible. Yeah. I have the I have these waiters. Three years I've had these wait. Well, two years I've had these waiters, and they're incredible. So you can you know beginners, Rapala waiters, LeBaron has them, Sale has them. Yeah, you want to get into fly fishing, you, you need a pair of waders, and you need a fly rod. If that's what you want to do. But you can fish fly rod from a boat. You just get a fly rod. Just pay it, man. From yeah. a boat? Yeah. Okay, like, so what I was going to say is, like, the, probably one of the bigger reasons why I haven't gotten into fly fishing is because I have a boat. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest issue, right? Like, I do have a pair of waders and stuff like that. Like, before I got the boat, I had waders, and, like, you know, it was, <clears throat> like, I fly fished a little bit with you before, uh-huh. um, but, I mean, since I have the boat, like... You know, I have a lot more accessibility to, like, exploring a little bit, I yeah. guess, for the most part. Um, but if I didn't have the boat, I would definitely be into fly fishing, I think. Well, let me say right now that... Do you want to say something, Yelma? Yeah, I do. What you say? Break it down for me, baby. Come I'll on. break it down, because you know what? I, fi- I find that... I find that sort of... Not weird, but I, fi- I, find, I find that the Get- boat gives you the advantage, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like but- it would be more... I feel like... If I had the privilege to have a boat, I'd be actually quicker to get into fly fishing than I was. I've been yeah. fishing since I was six. And if I had a boat, I think I would fly fishing a little bit more. I think the boat is an actually a great asset to fly fishers. Especially still water. I really do. Really, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. And that's just me, but I mean... I just, I just think it's always like like what you're saying is there's there's always that, that image of a fly fisherman mm-hmm. on the side of a creek... That old school image, and I think that's that's completely changed now. Yeah, like you can you can easily hit it from absolutely good point. Yeah, the boat, but for for me personally, to kind of wrap that up, is I I don't know. There's there's for me like watching Gab go at it, and it's fantastic what he does. Oh, it's beautiful! Oh, it's, it's so beautiful! Oh, stop it, guys! guys we're going to be taking pictures for you. Look at our just, social channels. I sit there and I can't even hear a conversation. I'm just watching him cast back and forth. Yeah, but there's there's a lot that goes into it, and there's a lot of research that needs to go into it because if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right, and that's that's my big thing for it. Which I just it's pure laziness. Super tough learning curve if you don't have somebody like you know Gab Mitchell yeah. to to learn from because. You, you know, need to. We, have we don't know. Like you can only really learn so much from YouTube. Like you actually have to have somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah, to show you how it's done properly. And our and guys, Mitch was great on the upstate New York trip. Fantastic. Mitch, what, do you th- what do you think of the boat, Mitch? You think? You think? Yeah. I do you agree it. with me? Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with the boat. And there's some place like so if I had a boat, I would have caught so much more fish. But when I lived in in Ottawa, and I was crossing on the bridge. Um, the last bridge. I don't know what's the name of it. Last bridge over what? Um, no, no, no. The last bridge on south, like going south. Jacques Cartier. Yeah, I think that's the that's the bridge. Yeah, the Jacques Cartier bridge. And I would see um, the weed pads, and I would see these carp, like heads down feeding. But if you don't have a boat, there's no way you would have yeah, exactly. went to them. And then I was spotting them from the bridge, and I was like, damn, I wish I had a boat. Yeah. And I'd be casting like, a fly right in front of their nose. So a boat is amazing. Accessibility. Like, well, for me, I didn't grow up with a boat. I grew up on a river, which is like a whitewater river, really fast. Mm-hmm. But even then, like having a drift boat, like you see out west, and or you see yeah. uh, on the ground, I would have been fucking sick. A matter of 10 feet actually makes a massive yeah. difference. Yeah, right? definitely. Especially yeah. on a fly rod. Like, uh, yeah. 
yeah, like that extra five or ten feet that you could get with the boat is is incredible. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, no, there's no limitations to fly fishing. And try to uh, fly fish um, still water with no boat. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? You fish beaches? You can't. You have to have a way. Yeah, you're right in. It's the only way. I think that what we've really taken away from this is you guys are all going to get into fly fishing. Absolutely. You know what? I think I think out of all the people here, I mean, Drew, we got Dave, Mike, Mike and I think I think I think Drew's gonna I think Drew's gonna be the first. I think so too because he's baitcasting right he's now. He's baitcasting right now. So, but I don't know though because Dave was a tiddler and I fly. I'm, I'm gonna prove I believe you're in wrong. Dave. No, I, I believe in like Dave. I, I, all right, you know what? You're wrong. Dave, what was up with Dave? I'll put ten bucks on Dave. He's what was up with Dave? What were you guys right now? Don't bet on me. Fucking whore. Don't bet on me to buy anything. You got bet on me not to get anything. You got hundred bucks on Drew. Dave, what were you gonna say? I pay off. What were you gonna say? Something about fly fishing. Oh, it just it it fascinates me the fact that you guys can tailor exactly what you're doing. You can change the colors. You can change the weights. Well, when it comes to spin casting, it's a lot of already predetermined artificial. You guys can change it by the milligram and awesome. you nail specific spots and that's amazing it's cool you say that because that's more of a technical aspect it of it right? it's it's really really because it's more challenging yeah. but to yeah. say that it's, it, the, the you have more world. options to, in, in, in order to yeah. fish a certain way based on condition you know what I'm, I'm looking to go out west in the next couple of years hopefully and I will definitely buy a fly rod if, if you go out west you have to man. The it's, uh, it's crazy right there you have to have a fly rod 100% I'll be buying a fly rod in the next couple of years, if I go out west, for That's sure. Happy. Hopefully, hopefully within the next year or so, definitely yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they might get into the dark side. I don't think Mike will, but uh, the other two might. Drew said he wants to go out west, so that's a great place to fly fish. Definitely, and uh, I think these places are a good place to start as well. Like starting on small now, and they're all from the Ottawa region. I think starting fly fishing on the Ottawa River would be a good plus. I would love to have a river like the Ottawa here. Yeah, it is a great river to fish, especially for bass on the fly. Great way to get into the sport is uh, bass. Big trophy fish in there. Oh yeah, man. You know, it's funny actually. um, When you guys went back to Toronto, I had that week off, so I went to uh, Steph's Cottage. And um, fished that lake for, like, 10 minutes. So I just went on a kayak and kind of just tossed my fly in. And it's a lake in Quebec that's just, like, pristine, like, just completely cold water. Like, absolutely amazing. Like, if you're new to fly fishing, like, man, this lake would be such a good way to start. But basically, um, I caught the biggest smallmouth I've ever caught. It was, like, four and a half pounds. It was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. Huge. It was massive. Yeah. I'm sad it, it was looks, there. It looks like a football. Man, it was, it was yeah, so long. Much. Like, it was so much longer than... Than, uh, than, you, than it looks like. It was big fish, and I was uh, I could see it. That was the coolest thing. It was like 10, 15 feet down. Like it was deep. Oh, man. But it's like such clear, clean water that I, I basically all I did was I tied on a, um, I think it was the fly. Yeah, it was the fly that I was using at the cottage, which was just like a muddler minnow, but with a long rabbit, black rabbit leech tail and some red um, sparkle on it and uh, a cone head. And I dropped that down, and I just watched him. And I would just twitch him, twitch the fly when he was close. And he was mm-hmm. he would look at it. You know, he wanted to take it. And then I would just twitch it a bit more and pretend it was leaving. And then eventually he just kind of swallowed it up. Didn't even try. Eh? And then I just I fought him, and it was, uh, he was a big fish. Released him oh, all man. good. Barbless hooks, everything. But he we'll, was show, we'll, we'll show people that photo. 
Yeah, that, uh, stiff, stiff, stiff took. Yeah, there was some. Uh, it was a nice fish, so I'll have to post that too. That was after this tournament, but it was my little caveat to uh, my pass opener in uh, in Quebec. That was a next, good one. Next year we're going up there, eh, Mitch? Oh yeah, man! Like it's so, such a good lake to fish. So Steph. <laughs> Yeah, Steph, Steph, I met Steph. She's great. She's, she'll invite us. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. She'll she'll be happy to. She'll come fishing and, and uh, probably beat us all because uh, one time I fished <laughs> with her, she got like a 24-inch walleye on the lake that we did the bass opener at there in eastern Ontario. And I couldn't uh, – I was trying to catch walleye like that for like 12 years. <laughs> couldn't catch one. Yeah. That's classic. Like yeah, you invite classic. your girlfriend, which never fish, <laughs> yeah. and then you're trying to teach her how to fish, and then she's catching all of them. Oh, man. It was and she she doesn't listen to anything you say, but yeah. she just catched all of them. It's classic. Oh, man. It, it, was, it was the most beautiful <laughs> walleye I've ever seen in my life. It was completely clean. Like there was – it was just like a perfect fish. I was like, oh, my God. Could you eat like it? A decade. No, put it back, of course, because, um, yeah, help the populations. Total catch We're like that at SoFly, yeah? I definitely yeah, I don't keep anything. I mean, it just helped the population, especially in that lake because the walleye had been declining, I think, for a bit, but they seem to have made a comeback. I think it's because there's um, sucker were introduced to the lake. I think, I, I don't know when, but. but um, it, eat, it eat the eggs. I feel like they might. Like, the walleye might benefit from, from having those fish in there because they just. I don't know. I noticed, like, when I was maybe 10 years ago, I first saw suckers in the lake. Well, it's not sucker. Well, it is a sucker, but it's, like, a red horse. And oh, yeah. Uh, well, they're, they're native from here, yeah, the red yeah, horse. Yeah. So it's not, like, a carp or... No. They're in a lot of the lakes up there, right, in the rivers, just, like, river chub or anything like that. But um, as soon as I started seeing them, a couple of years later, the walleye were back, and we were catching these really nice walleye. So I was like, oh, there you go. But um, so I think maybe that maybe people are catching more or practicing more catch and release. That'd be great. But uh, yeah. But, but at the same time, they uh, they pay for their license, so you can't uh, complain if they want to keep a fish. No, it's fine. Or it's the just, amount. But you have to be. I don't know. It's just like there, there's guys that'll fish lakes like that and they'll keep every fish they catch. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we had within their yeah. rights with their license, but it's like if you're bringing in a twenty inch. 18-inch walleye, maybe two, three at night for, like, a decade. It's There's no way. If you have like I, thought, uh, I thought for walleye, though, there's, like, a limit that if it's bigger than yep. a certain amount, you, you have to release them yeah, because they're breeders, right? Yeah, there's size limits and, and all that stuff and number you can mm. catch. But the thing is, like, I wonder if it's – if anybody knows the answer to this, email us at the uh, SoFly crew, the SoFly crew at gmail.com. I'm curious if there is limitations to um, how many fish you can keep based on the lake. Because this lake we saw that night on the Saturday night, which was the 25th of June, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were fishing. Great. We went out on the boat, and there was around the island. It was dusk, that kind of prime time for top water. It was busy. Up, right? So busy. There was like a dozen boats all just strolling this island. Like We were just one mm-hmm. of them. It was crazy. Yeah. Nobody was catching anything, though. Well, of course not. That's the thing. It's, it seems so overfished, so I wonder if there is a limit to the amount of fish you could keep based on just the fishery. I don't think there is, because how would they ever regulate that? Yeah, I don't I don't think there is, unless it's a ZEC, which is like a... But I don't think we have that in Ontario. What's that? So, ZEC is a zone of control uh, harvesting, I would, something like that. Okay. It's, a, it's a place in Quebec that you pay to go 
and only a certain amount of people are allowed to go that day. See, that kind of makes so, sense, right? So, like, there's a the Zek Batiska Nelson, which is about two hours, an hour and a half away from where I grew up. My dad and I would go, and there would be, it's a place that has an agglomeration of lakes. Some of the lakes were spin and fly, and some other lakes were fly only. And then you would see maybe one or two other person on that lake, but that's it. Because you pay your entry, and then it kind of, it closed after. Like, yeah. okay, there's three people on that lake, nobody else going. Yeah, kind of makes so it's sense. great. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And you, and you can keep the limit. It was like, I think it was um, eight fish per person. Yeah. But but still, you're not fighting against like twenty people on that little uh, little lake, you know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it, it is an overfished lake. So even if people are allowed to keep X number of fish um, anytime they fish, that's cool and all. But you know, you times that by forty people fishing every weekend, it's like obviously there's going to be a decline, right? can't keep everything you catch. Of course. But anyways, um, in terms of the bass, the bass are doing well on that lake. It's too bad we didn't fish the lake more. If we all had our own boat, it would have been completely, insanely amazing because we could have just fished smallmouth. Um, but Just that. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. But the pond, the pond is cool. Like, we had a good time at the pond despite tough conditions to fish, hot as hell, lots of bugs, smelly, and uh, yellow man gavels Gab. killed himself. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it was... Uh, it was a good. It was a good fish. All largemouth. You should, good fish. You should ask Papa Deuce to get a twenty-foot jumbo. Oh man, those are sweet, eh? Like they actually. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, I've never really been in one, but but I've seen them. Like they're just really long and flat. It's like an Amazon river boat or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, uh, and then you have like the motor with like a longer stick, so you can stand on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so cool. imagine this around around the island in Toronto. That'd be oh. awesome. Yeah, I'll make you a SoFly decal. We'll put it right on the side of it. Ooh, Have you yeah, named man. your boat, Mitch? Have you named your boat? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's got to be a woman. It's got to be a woman's name. My dad? Why? This is the 21st. This is 2016. Yeah, it's 2016, it doesn't need to be a yeah. But boats is, is feminine, right? Like, all the boats ever. Are, yeah, are no. They? We totally understand that. Am I wrong? Bo- yeah, we totally yes. understand that, you know, <laughs> you know, we usually name our boats or cars with a name. But yeah, we could we could name you know we'll name it like Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Really, it's, it's it. guys and girls are like Tony, the yeah. flying Frenchman, or Frankie. Frankie, for my honor. <laughs> the flying Frenchman. In honor of Gab, great anglers of the 2060 century. My other boat's got got uh, got a name on it. It's called that one's not working. It's pretty old. It's called the Raj Pad because some guy named Raj owned it before us. I like that name. Right? See, that's, that's creative. Yeah. So good, man. I love it. So what do you guys think, though, overall, in terms of the tournament? Did you have fun? Oh, yeah, definitely. What would you do Anytime different? away from the city. What would you do different? Hmm. Um, Presuming you would do something different. Yeah, I think I would bring uh, my waiters, and I think I would bring my flow, a flow tube. Yeah. I think I would do. I, yeah, I think I would do it the way you did it. If we were going to do the same thing we did this year, which is to hit the pond, I think I would have done it the way you did it. I think. I think being alone on 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 the on the pond and just having that freedom to cast and just that um, that leeway to do all that. I think. I think that's the way to go. I don't know if I'd do it in the canoe again. I think you must right. Or I would do it in the canoe, but maybe on my own, so you can stand on it. Mm-hmm. 
I think Rob at Drift's going to give me one for free, just just because. So I'll just. <laughs> oh, it's Bang Rob. <laughs> yeah, if Rob's listening, thanks, Rob. Uh, the guys had some nice words to say about Gab, and uh, he wants us to include this clip in the show. So here it is. I've never fly fished before in my life. It's something that I find like incredibly fascinating. What like watching like you fly fish today was kind of amazing. Just watching on the dock, just like the cast is kind of cool to watch. So who do you watch? Wait, Gab? Yeah, yeah, yeah great. Sorry, Gab. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> thanks, guys. It's kind of just like I I don't know what like getting a, a, one of those rods in my hands and actually using it would be a whole different story. You know, it's like just. It's more. It's kind of nice to just sit back and watch someone who knows what they're doing use it because it's kind of entertaining. I know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes well, you know more I than I do. For sure. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> and just, just for the audience out there, uh, Gab is an, an incredible caster. He's fast, and it can you know if Thanks, you blink, if you blink you you'll miss um, what he you know his his. Uh, the beauty of it, but if you if you keep your eyes open, it's gorgeous. <laughs> How's that? Thank you, thank you. It feels really good. Yeah, it was, your cast is uh, you got a nice cast. But anyways, it was a good tournament. I'm glad that we won. I think the guys had a good time, and uh, we got to do another bass outing or another kind of thing that thing this summer because it's only July now. So we gotta we gotta get out there and do another fish. Yep, Saturday. Let's do it. Everybody, check out the uh, social pages because. Um, we're going to post pictures from the tournament. We're going to post pictures of all the bass we caught. And uh, so check out, what's our Instagram? The SoFly Crew. The SoFly Crew. SoFly Crew on Facebook as well. At the SoFly Crew. Yep, that's us. Mm-hmm. Cool. So send us any emails if you have and, uh, any questions or if you want to completely rip apart anything we said. And uh, stay a, tuned for the next show, right? There's a whole bunch of photo coming up. Uh, a video with Rob from Drift. Hell yeah. Uh, outfitter. Um, yeah, so lots of content coming uh, in people's way soon. Check it out. Thanks for checking uh, checking out episode six. And uh, thanks for waiting for this episode, too. We, uh, we're going to be more we're gonna be more consistent with them. We're going to be more on the ball. Hell yeah. But until then, I'm out. Gab? I'm out, too. Yelma? Yes, guys. Lovely to talk to you. We'll see you next time. Yeah.